This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Talk dirty to me. Hello, Happy New Year. It is just me on the podcast today. I'm going to keep this one short. I just wanted to start by saying Happy New Year and then I also wanted to talk about some updates on the podcast and a few a few things that I thought would be good to hear at the start of the new year. Um, so first of all, no matter how you spent New Year's Eve, whether it was getting blacked out drunk with every single person you know, or getting really tipsy with a bunch of strangers, or spending it on your couch by yourself, or at home with your parents, or with your dog, or with your best friend, however you spent it, I don't think if you, you know, if you feel a bit upset about how you spent your evening... Or I know a lot of people whose nights didn't go quite as planned, which I feel like is always the way for New Year's Eve. But if you if you didn't feel quite satisfied with the way that it went, I think a good way to look at it as it is twenty twenty three can only go up from here. But I don't think one evening should define the way that you're looking at the rest of the year. I was talking to a friend the other day who was sort of upset about having spent the evening working at her at the bar she works at. And then she went home and was by herself. And she was, at, you know, was like, oh, no, you know, everyone else had plans to ticketed things, which I couldn't get tickets to. And I was like, honestly, it doesn't make a difference. It's one night. And I know that it is like the start of a new year and you kind of, you, you know, you start in the way that you wish to go on. But I don't necessarily think that that applies to New Year's Eve. I think New Year's Eve is, it's the one night a year where I... Sorry, I don't know what just happened to my nose. It's the one night a year where I want to, like, stay up and stay out until the sun comes up. Because I hate doing that. I'm, like, not really a goey-outy person. Um, Like, I'll enjoy a few drinks at a bar with some friends or whatever. But I would much rather, rather than going out, I'd much rather, like, have a girls' night in my flat where we, like, make different cocktails, you know, and play Cards Against Humanity or whatever. Like, I just, I love those kinds of nights with my friends. Um, But New Year's Eve is one night a year where I'm like, I want to stay out till the sun rises. Although this year I was literally in bed by 2am. So that's completely different. But and that's a story for another time. Um, And I, so I don't necessarily think it's something that you need to feel disappointed in or whatever. And I don't think it will reflect your year ahead. I think the actions and the habits that you try to establish at the start of the year will impact your year ahead as opposed to one in partic- one night in particular. So I've been seeing this trend on like online on social media and Pinterest and things like that where which I guess Pinterest technically is social media but I've been seeing this trend where people aren't setting new year's resolutions they're setting like a word for the year and, and I was watching a few videos on these sort of like mindfulness coaches and stuff talking about how their word for the you know what their words for the year have been for the past few years and how that how it's changed as well so you might start off off with one word that you think okay this is going to be it for the year and then maybe july time you think actually i want to change it around or whatever and so i think i'm going to stick to i think i'm going to try that this year instead of new year's resolutions because for me I, just like most people, I will give up on my resolution without even thinking about it by the end of February. So here's an alternative idea. (laughs) 
Um, I think that the word of the year sounds like a much more feasible thing too because it's not necessarily something that you have to come back to every single day or every decision you're making but for example this one girl was saying that her word of the year last year was community and she was she lives in um a in, in a mobile home that she built up with Actually, I think she did this one by herself. Um, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I can't entirely, re- I watched so many videos on it, I can't remember the specific person that I got this from. But she was saying community, and for her, when she was living in the house that she built uh, it from in this vehicle, um, she was saying that when I was trying to decide on what town and stuff that I wanted to go to next, for me, it was less about sort of where I was going and more about like if I knew people there or if I didn't. And if I didn't know anyone there, for me, it was about like building a new community or if I was going somewhere where I may have met one person from my past, like that's reaching out to my old community. And I think that was a really beautiful way to look at, you know, the sort of challenges of life and the the unpredictability of it all and I think the challenge too with new year's resolutions is you find you focus so much more on actually trying to achieve it for the first few months that it almost becomes unattractive towards the later months towards the latter months of the year so I think doing something like picking a word where it can help sort of guide your year but without sort of making strict decisions um based on where you want to go and what you want to do i think is a much more feasible way to do it so for me i'm currently toying with a few different ones um i think my word to begin with is because i think i'm probably going to change it throughout the year so i keep saying i think i'm going to change it throughout the year is what i'm assuming (laughs) um But I have to say, I actually tried this a few years ago without, you know, this was way before, this was before TikTok existed and before I had heard about this word of the year. I was doing like a quote of the month or a word of the month. And I had sat down at the start of January and had sort of planned out the first few months. And my, and it was so interesting because I had kind of forgotten about it. But towards the end of February, I had fallen out with a friend who I'd been friends with for a very long time, but I had worked super hard to try and speak to this person and do my part in making amends for the few months following it. And she she either like stood me up and didn't show up to the coffee date we had set, or she just wouldn't reply to where we were going to meet after the time had already passed when we said we were going to meet. And it wasn't until the following year that we ended up having a conversation and I realised it was I think it was probably the first time I've fallen out with a friend and you know, and I felt like I didn't desperately need to fix the the issue I felt as though my life had progressed so much since I had last spoken to her that when it came to seeing her face to face and she finally was up for having a conversation with me I felt like I didn't oh I didn't owe her anything anymore because I had already done my bit in trying to make amends and she wanted nothing to do with it and I get it you know everyone takes different paths to healing and it's it wasn't necessarily that it needed to be done by a certain time or whatever and of course she needed time to process things and whatnot it wasn't even a big fight this is the thing it turned into it escalated into a bigger deal because 
of the t- amount of time that it took between takes, but uh, between conversations. But anyway, I don't speak to this person anymore and I wish them all well and all the success in the world. But it was a very transformative year between conversations where I was like, actually, this person was such a big part of my day to day. And I've realized how much I am not relying on on someone else now to sort of be my friend and find my happiness and whatnot I'm like I can fill in the time I spent with her by myself or with other people or yeah so I don't know and then um and we've spoken on and off here and there but we'll you know we'll never be back to where we were beforehand and I think that's okay but my point to bringing this story up was when we had first fallen out I can't remember what the quote was for that month for February but around the time when I because I had spent I mean I can show you the receipts but I had spent the following few months trying to make plans with her and whatnot and like trying to you know see just see her and I would go to like her the fav her favorite coffee shop and stuff for a while like very desperately trying to see her and she it took me a while for me to clock that she didn't want you know she actually like needed more time or or whatever you know, she actually needed more time and some space or, you know, at that point I was like, I don't know if she actually just doesn't ever want to speak to me again. I don't know. But then I realized when it was about, I think it was probably about July time time where, no, it was less than that, but it was probably, it, it was probably May or so. So it was a couple of months where on and off I had been trying to, to see her and stuff and she wasn't up for seeing me. But I remember in May, I looked back at my sort of quotes of the month um and I looked at the one for February which was when we fell out and the quote was not every loss is a loss and for me the fact that I unknowingly had set that up as my sort of I I don't even it wasn't even a manifestation of it but I felt when I was picking that quote when I was choosing them I think from Pinterest I like had a board of quotes or something and I was just sort of randomly allocating it for then I remember feeling quite a strong tie to this particular quote and I was like I I feel like I know what it means but I don't really know what it means and you know we'll explore at some point through the year and then I put it in for February and then as soon as I saw that in hindsight after I had a as soon as I saw that in hindsight from the argument I realized that that was my cue to stop reaching out to her so I did and then I didn't hear from her again for about and then for about eight months and then we were at a party together and she sort of cornered me for a conversation and I realized how much I had moved on and grown in my life since we had last spoken and it didn't feel for and for me it didn't feel as though it was necessarily something I had to fight for anymore um, so it's interesting what these sort of quotes can, not that they, that necessarily has, you know, not that one thing necessarily led to the other, but having that sort of preemptively there for me as like, you know, reassurance that my decision to step away from her was the right decision for me felt amazing. And it felt like I was sort of looking out for myself. So I think I'm going to look for a word or a quote of not necessarily every single month because I also you know I think a lot changes in a month but I don't feel as though I'm going to be able to consciously see the changes month in and month out so I think I'll probably do it in quarters of the year and my first word of 2023 for until the end of 
April is going to be a tract. And I don't necessarily mean that in the sense of, you know, me feeling attractive or attracted to someone in particular or whatever, but more I'm looking to sort of manifest and attract certain job opportunities and certain experiences with certain people and different opportunities that life is going to present to me as announced in the last episode I'm going to LA in actually my flight is in three weeks from today and my apartment lease ends whilst I'm gone so I'm also having to move out of my apartment before I go so this trip is quite a big deal for me because not only am I like literally uprooting my life and moving for for two months but by the time I come back I won't be coming back to the same home that I left so there are a lot of differences that are going to occur during that time and for me I'm looking to sort of attract the best people to be around when I'm going through these changes and attract the you know most prosperous opportunities sorry my dog is lying next to me snoring so that's what that noise is you know (laughs) um I'm looking to sort of uh, you know attract the opportunities that are going to help me develop myself as an as an artist and as an adult and as a human being and as a woman whilst I'm in LA and then for the life that I'm going to be walking back into when I come back to London various reasons is going to look quite different than the life I am leaving when I move so I'm starting the year off with the word attract and so I and I would love to hear about year's resolutions. I put out on Instagram a question of asking people what their resolutions were going to be and I had three I think I had I had a handful of replies and I distinctly remember three people saying that theirs was to stick to like a stricter exercise regime or not give up on their exercise you know um plans and all of that. And I think having read Atomic Habits through the past year, and I'm still going through it now and sort of still digesting the whole thing, but that book sort of teaches you how you don't have to go into everything all at once with, you know, like huge amount of gusto. And it's actually best to start with smaller things. So rather than saying that you want to read five chapters a night, just say you want to read five pages a night, because also chances are when you get to the fifth page it's not the end of the chapter you might have two more pages left so you want might want to read to the end of the chapter so you're actually over you're so you're actually under promising and over delivering which I think is the best way to sort of go about business as well is sort of let people know that you are capable of a lot but if you walk in and immediately on day one of your new job over you know you know present the best fucking presentation of your entire life that you spent you know six nights in a row staying up all night working on this presentation they're then going to expect that from you for every single opportunity that they give you so if you go into a you know just using this analogy but if you start a new job and you prove that you are worthy of this position and you work hard at that but slowly slowly show them more of your capabilities it will help them feel more secure in their decision in choosing you for the role but it will also help you feel more justified in the the projects that you you know put the most amount of efforts into and stuff and you won't feel as though you are absolutely burnt out by the end of the first month I hope I'm making sense but anyway so that is my that is my sort of resolution 
I saw a couple of people mention this particular word, which I guess could be their word of the year as well, which is present. And it's more about, you know, as I'm as we're getting older as well, um, you know, our parents are also getting older and our grandparents, if we if you still have grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins, too it's a good idea to sort of start, you know, the older we get, start spending more, start spending our time sort of more emotionally with family and, like, thinking more about the amount of time we do spend with them. And, like, you know, I I know you keep saying to yourself that you are going to call your mum, but have you called your mum this week? And that sort of thing. So I think for people to, you know, the word present, I think, is also an amazing one. And I think that that's one I will come back to later in the year. Um, my brother is getting married this summer and then one of my absolute dearest friends and oldest friends in the world is getting married a few weeks later. So I'm going to be going to a couple of weddings as well. And for me, I think at that point in my life, I definitely want to feel present in the moment and sort of, you know, work a bit on sort of my dissociation and try and feel more connected to myself and my family and my friends whilst I'm in those moments. Whereas I feel like starting the year off on that word doesn't work necessarily for what it is that I'm going to do. So, and then in terms of someone else's wedding, I'm not necessarily going to want to use the word attract at someone else's wedding. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense for that. So I think I'm going to be changing the words up a bit throughout the year, but I'm going to start with the word attract. And I would love to hear if this is something you're considering, what it is that you are going to choose, or if this is something that you've been doing for years and years, I would love to hear what words you have used through the years. Um, And yeah, New Year's resolutions as well. I've also seen a lot more um, people talking about like achieving more personal goals in life. Like actually I had someone um, mention that they're looking to settle down with their partner when they've sort of been seeing a few, and I know this person specifically has been dating a few different people and it hasn't, hasn't been in a committed relationship for a couple years, but they're looking this year to find someone to settle down with. And I think it's the perfect, I think this year to me has started off a lot calmer and slower and it feels like a lot more personable to me than last year last year felt like because it was the sort of I was about to say it was first year sort of after the pandemic but obviously there hasn't been a first year after the pandemic because we're still living in it but it's just looks different day to day um last year just felt a lot more like a learning experience and it felt like a teacher from day one, whereas this one feels a lot more digestible. And it's I it's half eight in the morning and my partner woke up at 6.15 to go to work. And so I woke up at 6.15 and I usually go back to sleep and for a little while and then start my day. But I decided I'm going to start waking up at the same time in order to start my days early and be productive so here here's me getting in a podcast episode before nine nine o'clock um and planning out my next few weeks and so this is not necessarily a resolution that I want to set for myself to do every day but I think doing this once a week and towards the start of the week so that I can sort of plan the week ahead I think is a really good opportunity for me to digest what it is I have sorry my dog is snoring so much um, digest what I have achieved in the last week and see what I can move forward. So I guess that is a resolution for me to wake up super early, super early. L- a lot of people wake up at 6.30, for, 6.15 for work, but wake up within the hour of six, um, at least one day a week and sort of set time aside to do some yoga and to 
figure out my plan for the following week and it doesn't I'm not gonna be strict on myself as to what day a week I'm going to dedicate to this action but I think for me choosing to do it one day a week is gonna be really important for me to achieve it and it'll be more digestible and more easily attainable I think so that is that in terms of the podcast um next week Daphne and I are going to be back in the studio and recording the first ever Tea Talk segment. So you still have time to submit um, a predicament or a story. And I'm really excited to hear about what's to, you know, what's coming out of people from the holiday season, because I'm sure that that was equally challenging and fun and emotional and heavy and probably all of the above. So I'm really looking forward to reading through them with her. I've already seen quite a few of them and uh, I've shown Daphne a couple of them as well. And we are just amazed at everything that people are submitting and we're so honored and excited to go through this journey with you. So we're going to do one episode reading through those um, and then a couple more episodes of us chit-chatting. Then we have a few guests lined up, which is so exciting. And they're guests that have sort of been waiting with bated breath for the past few months for us to get us on the podcast but obvious to get on them on the podcast um but Daphne and I were both sort of traveling a lot towards the end of the year so it didn't work out for us to have those uh to have those meetings then but we're going to have the guests on soon and so the next few weeks will be sort of chocker full of episodes and we are so 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 excited to release them all um, and to just fill you with more talk dirty to me. And then once I get to LA, I think I will probably be hosting the podcast on my own. I'm not entirely sure yet what my day-to-day life is going to look like yet. So I'm not sure how feasible it is for me to get one episode out a week. But I'm aiming to probably do that. And so there's going to be a lot of different conversations I also have loads of friends out in LA who I've been trying to get on the podcast for a while as well so I will be having a completely different array of guests and I won't be hosting it with Daphne whilst I'm out there but once I return she and I will be coming back to the podcast together and I am very excited to return and come back to it but I'm also super excited to branch out with these new guests in a new location recording you know on new microphones in a completely different part of the world than I'm used to um and yeah and I can't wait for you to hear the episodes so from all of us at Talk Dirty to Me thank you for your love and support as always I hope 2023 is the year of your dreams and as take the life you know, as TikTok is always saying, it's never too late for you to start living the life that you can't stop dreaming about. And as my dear friend Natalie Bloom, who runs the Peony Collective, says, do something today that your future self will thank you for. So whether it is starting a New Year's resolution that you are going to stick to for the rest of the year until it becomes second nature to do or whether it's choosing to let go of certain people in your life or to pick up a new job or to move house or do something completely different with your hair whatever it is if it's going to make you feel good and is going to help your future self in any capacity you've got the thumbs up from all of us at talk dirty to me and we hope that it brings you the joy and the love and happiness that you absolutely deserve. See you next week.